Pioneers at Work, Episode 10. How are you boosting the energy of your team? Listen in to this energizing podcast and learn how you can boost your energy, the energy of your team, and determine if it is time for you to take IPEX Energy Leadership Index Assessment. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Pioneers at Work. Today, I'm going to talk about, you got it, energy, but I'm going to talk about positive energy. I mean, that type of energy that we can feel when we are motivated, when we're excited, and when we're on that pioneering trail, we're making progress, and we're trying to bring people with us, and we're so excited. It's all about energy. So what kind of energy do you bring to your work, to your organization? And I'm curious if any of the energies I'm going to talk to you about resonate with you. So one of the really positive energies that we experience that really drives the endorphins to get going and be released in our brain is this giver energy. And a lot of people can relate to being givers. They work for organizations. They work for nonprofits. They're in the service industry. They're in many different industries. And these are the people that really are there to help other people either succeed, to help them grow, to help them win, to help them get better at what they're at. You know, some people in their giving energy They are able to really look at things more from a caring and empathetic perspective. So in leadership, this is when we really lean into that listening mode. And some leaders will go and they'll create listening circles. What they do is they'll bring together a bunch of employees and they'll save space in that meeting to just concentrate and really think about listening. You know, they're not there to pass judgment on what people are saying. They're not there to give a counterpoint or to even express their own opinion. They're simply there in a listening circle to listen to someone else's perspective and to understand their point of view. And it's really empowering, right, for the other people in the listening circle, especially because one, leadership is giving space to a group of people brought together. So they see each of their peers there or other peers that they may or may not know, expressing their opinions and talking about what they really feel. And the listening circle provides that psychologically safe space where they're free to really give expression to their perceptions of what's happening in the workplace and their feelings around what's happening in the workplace. And that psychological safe environment then ends up really being amplified outside the initial listening circle because guess what? Like anything else, when people leave an experience where they really feel like they're being listened to, like someone is really empathizing and acknowledging what people are saying, then they'll go out and share that to other people and say, you won't believe that I just had a leader sit with a bunch of us and they actually didn't even share their own opinions. All they did was listen to what we have to say and they acknowledged 
you know, what that was. And that's a really powerful tool for leaders to use, that tool of just acknowledging what people say and recognizing that that's maybe how they feel. So I always talk about, you know, acknowledge and then recognize it. So you say "Hmm," something like, yeah, so it makes sense for me that, you know, at this point with so much business going on that you feel um, overwhelmed. And on top of that, you have to work from home with your family and there's a lot of challenges. And that makes sense. Given the circumstances that we're under with COVID totally makes sense. So it's just recognizing how they feel. That's so important in that space of listening. The other thing, you know, when you're in a listening circle that you can start asking people to really get them to open up and feel that it's really a place that they can truly express themselves is to ask them what they think. You're not even giving your own opinion. You're just there asking those questions, those open-ended questions. So so how would you want to move this forward? What solutions do you have? How could we do this better? What do you see as the next step? Where is there room for improvement? How could we make that happen? What other thoughts do you have? What are some other alternatives? All those questions, open-ended questions in a listening circle that you provide to your team that just raises their energy up because they know that you are actually interested in what they have to say. So that's a way that you can really start engaging with people as a giver. You're, you're giving your time. You're, you're really offering that opportunity to show your care for other people. Another type of energy that also comes into play when you talk about getting things done, breaking trail, you know, really making forward progress, energy around really energizing people's creativity and innovation. Nothing gets people more excited than that opportunity to really dig into what needs to get done and make it happen. And they do it in a way that they think that this is the greatest thing. You've given me some opportunity to explore something new and take it on and create something from basically sometimes nothing. And in this space of creativity, you know, we allow people to really explore in an open environment things that can help them grow and take more ownership and really buy into the results in that space of total engagement, creativity, and learning how to move things forward for themselves. You know, sometimes when you're in this really creative space, you are able to really undertake this ability to lean into whatever ideas happen to be popping up. You really kind of create this attitude of lemonade out of lemons, and then you actually feel really excited about what's going on and what the plans are. And it's really around team orientation, where everyone is working together to make something happen, whether it's for the organization or for your community or for your family. This high energy level is really about a team dynamic where everybody is synergistic and creating greater results. We talk a lot about this in business around high performing teams. You know, what makes a high performing team? There's a lot around this idea of jointly working towards common goals, working from common values, collaborating on strategies, all working together to come up with the best idea, not promote just a person's idea. 
And that I also, in a high-performing teams, high-energy teams, it's about understanding that we don't fail. We take something that didn't work out the way we planned and we learn from it, and then we create something even better from it. It's all about promoting high-level energy in your organization and in yourself as a leader. So when I talk about these types of energy, this giver energy, super positive energy, this creative energy, another form of really positive energy, what are some other ways that you can incorporate this into the organization? So I talked about the listening circle. So other ways of incorporating great, creative, open energy is to do things in a new and different way that you haven't done them with your team before. Now, a lot of teams, sometimes they think about team building, which I love team building exercises. They're really great. How else can you create energy? Well, one of the things I did, and I'd like to share things with people on this podcast, I always think it's helpful for you to hear some things that have been tried and they've worked so they don't have to reinvent the wheel. I am not a reinvent the wheel type of person. So one of the things I did recently, and it was with a team of people that actually I worked with. Um, we were doing, you know, the quarterly management team meeting and I was getting, I think it was managers and directors who were invited to attend. And I was trying to think of something, and how do I engage these people? How do I engage them? At the same time, you know, we, I had been talking to people about how do you express your accomplishments? And this is especially challenging for a lot of women leaders to let people know what I've accomplished. And we are accomplishing great things as pioneers all the time. We are accomplishing great things. When I thought about like, oh my gosh, how could I help men and women in my organization really start talking about their accomplishments? One, so that they gain more confidence in themselves, right? To talk about what they are accomplishing. But second, to give them that opportunity as a group to look at everything as an organization we had actually accomplished recently in the last quarter. And in that way, we're celebrating as well. Like, hey, guys, look in the rearview mirror for a minute. Don't forget, you know, we've accomplished a whole lot and we're going to talk about it today. So with all that, what did I do? I created what I called a bragathon. Now, I've never heard of bragathon, um, but I made this term up, bragathon, because what I wanted people to do was to take this idea of acknowledging and talking about their accomplishments and kind of like almost taking a caricature of that and amplifying it. So it's really a, was a lot bigger and put a like a little spin on it to make it fun. And so I challenged them to like, I want you to talk about like your accomplishments. I want you to brag and you're everyone's going to take a turn and you're going to get to go up there and you're going to brag about it and we're going to listen to you. And to really try to engage them as a fun event, right? About what are you accomplishing? Now, some people did it, you know, they just went all out. They were just like up there really, you know, like totally engaged, totally buying into this idea of a brag-a-thon. And it was a lot of fun. Now, this may not be for you, right? But I'm just trying to say that there's ways to have fun within an organization and raise people's energy up and also get some learning out of it because there's nothing better, right? When you tie in this aspect of having fun, but also expanding your mind and learning through that process. 
So that's another way to raise energy for people. Now, a lot of people also told me, and this is coming from, I have to tell you, people I've worked with in many different areas. There's nothing more energizing than food. I am not kidding you. I mean, goodness, like if we don't, as leaders and pioneers, if we don't take care of the food and the, and the water and the, and the drinks that people want, you know, people get disengaged. And actually we want to encourage them to take time to hydrate and to nourish themselves. And if we can do that by providing, you know, food for people, let's do it, right? It's a little bit more tricky and everyone's working from home. So it can be challenging. Like maybe we can't do it the same way we used to do it, but we can include even a lunch break, a little break in our meetings so that we give people just a chance to eat, right? Incorporating food somehow. And then there's other ways of incorporating this idea of fellowship in our organization, whether it's having a coffee time and everyone brings their coffee and a muffin or whatever it may be. But it's that idea of fellowship and engaging teams around nothing better than a little food, I have to say. Another way that you can really energize your team is through starting your meetings. This is going to sound a little different, but I'm going to tell you this. Start your meetings with a little bit of music. There's nothing better, especially with these Zoom meetings, is just to get your playlist going when a meeting starts. Have that playlist going as people are joining into the meeting the first couple minutes and just let it, you know, let people know. Yeah, this is a little lively. You know, get people like, what's going on here? It's super simple, super cheap, and it helps to just create an atmosphere pre-meeting to get people's attention. That's another way to energize people. And I'm sure you have very many more ways to energize people. The last thing I just want to talk about is celebration of successes. And I talked a little bit about it on the Bragathon example. What I really want to make sure I talk about is that no matter where you are in leadership, it is so important, especially as pioneers, to make sure that we're just letting people know that, hey, we really appreciate you. And if you have Microsoft Teams, it can be as simple as a team message, or it can be a quick email. Or if some people, I just heard today, another business leader saying, you know what, she's writing personal notes and mailing them to thank people. I thought that is awesome. I actually took a note on that. I'm like, you know what, I could do that. I can write some notes and thank people for their help. I mean, that doesn't cost a whole lot of money, but it's so meaningful, especially if it's handwritten. You can do that. Other way that you can actually raise people's energy, and this is another really simple thing to do, is to smile. Smiling. And you know what? It will not only raise the energy of other people, it will raise your energy. It's a neurological phenomenon. You start smiling and your brain actually thinks about happy yeah, it releases endorphins. So when you're even feeling like, I don't have enough energy, you know what? Just light your face up, put on a big grin and let just, you know, do it a few times, one after another. And that can actually help you start changing your mood, making you feel a little bit brighter. If a smile can help you, just think how much it helps the people around you if they see you smiling and even better yet, if they see you laughing. 
You know the expression, laughter is the best medicine. That is so true. Who doesn't like to hear somebody laughing, having a good old laugh and joking around a little bit? It really goes a long way. And when we can show a more vulnerable side, especially around having a little bit of sense of humor, that can really energize people, energize people in your organization and adds to the level of you know, engagement and fun when they know that, you know what, even the person that I'm following, the person that's showing us a way, even they're able to have fun and find some humor in life and a little levity in a time where we're under a lot of stress. A lot of people are under stress right now. So actively finding ways to raise your energy and lift people up, including yourself, is really important right now. Now, some people, I'm going to also say, find that one way to start out your day to make sure your energy starts out in the right mindset is to have a moment of mindfulness. And mindfulness may not seem real energetic at the moment because what you're trying to do is still your mind, give your mind some capacity to settle in to the day open space awareness of your surroundings and create a greater focus going into your day. That's what mindfulness helps you with. Doesn't seem like it's going to give you more energy, but actually it does because it sets you up in your day to really bring a level of conscious awareness so that you can actually think about, okay, how am I presenting myself today? You know, what impressions do I want to leave today? How do I want people to feel after they get done talking to me today? Mindfulness will help you set those intentions of how do you want to leave your impression during the entire day? You know, this can lead into a long discussion about your personal brand, which we talked about branding in a previous podcast, so we're not going to talk about it today. But this is where it all begins with your mindfulness as you start your day. And what do you want to leave in your wake, right? So when you think about wake, we think about, hmm, what am I consciously thinking about? What am I learning from this? And so the flip side of that is, what is somebody else learning from this? What actions am I or they going to take that's helping them and me? And then making sure that we all continue to practice this idea of being consciously aware and understanding what someone else's perception is and what ours is, mindfulness helps so much with that whole process. So that's another way to begin your day right so that you can keep your energy going and set your intentions for the rest of the day. So with that, I think I just want to wrap it up with, you know, if you're looking at your daily energetic presentation, right? And you're thinking about, gosh, you know, how could I bring more of this giving understanding, listening, energizing persona to my leadership? Or how can I create more consciously this level of energy that I'm bringing to myself, but also start looking at my team 
what energy levels they're at, like, are they experiencing this feeling of helping others? Are they experiencing this feeling of their within their purpose of what they're doing and they're giving and helping the team? Are they energizing other people? Are they being innovative and creative? Or is there a lack in any of the people that you lead? When you start thinking about it, moving from yourself, like how are you projecting your energy, right? To how are they, how the people that you're working with and leading, how are they projecting their energy? That's when you can really start leveraging the energy of your team because you start to understand, oh, Gosh, it's like when you give a speech, right? When people go in to do public speaking and they get on that stage, they have a high energy level, right? And of course they do. It makes perfect sense because they got to bring up that energy level in the room. They're there to motivate, inspire, move people forward. So as a leader, if you think about every day intentionally, what impression am I leaving on the people that I'm leading, right? But on the flip side of that is, going into a room and, and taking gauge of the of the group and you say, what's the energy level of this group? And what in this moment is my job? Is it to be a listener and let that energy that they have that may not <laughs> that may not re- be real positive, right? They may have some negative energy. Do they need to help them release that? Or do I go in there and I see their Maybe we have an opportunity to really energize people and get them motivated towards our goal and our vision and lift them up. Depending on your mindset and where you are as a leader, you know, being able to go into a room and kind of gauge the room. You know, we talk about that, gauge the room and see what you need to do with your energy in that moment can be really powerful. So I help leaders, you know, I'm there to help trailblazers, pioneers, break down barriers in their path to get to the next step. And this is an important one as you're looking at, oh, can I make it to the next level of organization? How do I get my next promotion? How do I get to the C-suite? And you start thinking about your own energy. How do you portray your own energy? How does that maybe fluctuate when you're under stress? How do other people perceive it? And then only that, oh, mindful and you're looking around and say, what is the energy of this group? What's happening here? Is there a lot of energy? Is there a lack of energy? How can I manage that? You know, I have a whole energy module. It's called the ELI, the Energy Leadership Index Assessment. And I do it for individuals and for teams so that you can start understanding energy interplay. And we cover the whole gamut. We cover the energy from when people are feeling like everything's happened to me. It's out of control. There's too much change going on to that energy of like, you know what? Let's just stick to the facts, people, and let's figure out how to learn from what happened and move it forward without any judgment to what does it take to be creative? And we have a really in-depth discussion about energy and how it can serve you. And then also we do touch on what could be the, the pitfalls of some energy levels, right? What, what can happen if, we, you know, we don't understand the power of the energy that we're using? And there are some. But most importantly, I want to leave today with this positive note of, man, use your energy and go out and inspire someone today. Go out and motivate someone today because as pioneers, we are there to lead and everybody 
needs a boost of energy, positive energy in their lives. And if that means you can leave this podcast today and the next person you meet, you greet them with a smile, then I think that's fantastic. So if you're interested in taking the ELI, if you're interested in learning about the Energy Leadership Assessment for yourself or for your team, go to my website, www.ellenempowhers.com, click on the invitation for discovery call, and we can talk about a consult for your team your organization, for yourself, and talk about how you use this concept of energy to really start developing this higher level of performance for yourself and for your team. www.ellenempowhers.com and let's set up a time to talk about it. Happy to do a free consultation. Maybe you want to try it before you bring it to your team. Let me know. Take care. Have a great day. I'm going to leave you guys with a big smile. Bye now.